Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy Thursday. It's such a weird week. I mean, yesterday felt like Saturday, so today should be Sunday. But no, it's Thursday. I hope you all had a fantastic Fourth of July. Uh, you know the the fireworks and the barbecue and all that stuff. Uh, not so much for me and my in my household. Uh, our kids. Uh, well, they bailed on us, really. My my older son is with his friends in California. This is they kind of turned it into a a yearly Fourth of July thing. And uh, my other son, our younger son, another friend of his, they went up north. Uh, and so it was just my wife and I. And I apologize for the static. We'll go, Ramon. We'll go to a cell phone here after this segment. Um, we're still working on it. We had a great one on Tuesday. Not so good today. Uh, but we got one more step to do. So hopefully but when we get that completed, uh, the static will be no more. Uh, but having said that, we'll switch to a cell phone uh, after the break. The Thanksgiving for me and my wife, though, or Thanksgiving. Did I just say Thanksgiving? <laughs> Listen, you miss a day. You get all screwed up. Fourth of July for us, very uneventful. Um most of you know that uh, my wife is, has been sick for a long, long time, you know, and they, depending on uh, who you talk to, she's got Lyme disease or Epstein-Barr or chronic fatigue or blah, 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 right? And, and you know, so many of you out there suffer from the same thing, the mystery that nobody can figure out. Uh, and the only thing really you can do that provides any relief at all is you have to go on an extremely, extremely strict diet. I mean, it's it's horrible. I'll just tell you right now, I I I couldn't do it, right? Uh, but my wife has, for the last several weeks, uh, now is back on. She knows everything, and so many of you, there was a a couple of the customers actually helped move the ball forward with this than her, but she is. She knows more about food and how to treat uh, different things that are going on in the body. Like, and I know a lot of you uh, do as well. Uh, but she's back. I mean, let, let's just say this: the juicer's back out, right? The she she can't really eat anything. So there wasn't. Uh, you know, here we are. We've got the kids are gone, right? Hey, you know we can start doing stuff, and we don't have to bring anybody anywhere or pick something up or feed them or, or do their laundry or this or that. I mean, you know, we're free. Uh, so we just spent uh, pretty much a very, very quiet Fourth of July holiday by ourselves. And, and uh, you know, you can't, there's nothing, you know, she can't really go out to a restaurant and eat out. I mean, there's, I guess you you know, order a salad. Uh, so we we stayed home pretty low-key. Uh, I did get out on the golf course. I will tell you that I played the best eight holes of golf, I think, in my whole lifetime. I, I, I actually played eight straight holes in a row at even par, and I should have been two under, uh, but I three-putted uh, a couple of greens. The problem with that story is there's 18 holes of golf. <laughs> the other 10 holes, not so good. Uh, but, but nonetheless, if uh, uh, also just on, on another note, too, and I hate to be all doom and gloom or sad and, and 
bad news stuff, but uh, Homer's wife, Pam, um, she's been uh, battling cancer. Uh, she A few months ago, they thought she was cancer-free. It is back. Uh, so, you know, a lot of you out there, uh, if you're uh, in your prayers, uh, you know, can you include my wife? include Pam as well uh, that would be fantastic we we would appreciate that um, so that was how we did that's that's what we did 4th of July and, and I hope you had something a little more fun than than, than my wife and I uh, but we're back at it boy what a what a great few days for gold and silver we are waiting for the bottom it looks like it's it, it's here uh, right now silver is up uh, right around sixteen dollars. Gold's at twelve hundred and fifty-eight dollars. Uh, gold's up five. Silver's up five. Uh, and, and here's a good part that happened. So yesterday the U.S. markets were closed. We had a big rally on Tuesday. Matter of fact, gold, gold's up over twenty bucks from the bottom. Silver's up uh, what uh, about twenty-five cents? Twenty twenty-five thirty cents from its bottom. Uh, yesterday, though, all the other markets were open. And so what you don't want to have is for gold and silver to surge, and gold and silver were both up yesterday. Uh, without it, when the U.S. market opened, we needed that to go back to where it was. To, we didn't want to have what they call a gap in the chart. This morning, a very, something very good technically happened. It did that. So gold and silver both went back. And then now they're rising again, which is exactly what we wanted to see happen. So there's no no gap in the gold and silver chart. Uh, there there was economic data out today. We had jobs numbers out. Uh, we got the uh, government job numbers tomorrow. We're going to talk about that. But today's show, we're going to focus mainly on 401ks. How good have they really been? We're going to get to the bottom of what the truth really is. And I'm going to tell you, here's what's so funny. It shocked even me. And, and of course, uh, I'm going to tell you a story about one of my friends. We talked about pensions. He, he had a pension. They switched it to a 401K. I'm going to share his story. And, and probably the, the greatest ripping off of America ever uh, being being forced upon us, and yet the mainstream media is t- acting like it hasn't happened. What's going on with the 401k balance, and how is it going to affect us all? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jake went Patriot Trading Group Gold and Silver, the physical delivery of. Uh, hopefully the quality is better now. We're on the cell phone at least for right now. Uh, the Quest guys, they were great. They came out on Tuesday, did a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, but there's something that I've got to do internally here, and uh, hopefully we'll have our, our phone guy out uh, and, and have this thing wrapped up by next week. Because it is, you know, how about Italian? And I know you're like, well, your name's not Italian. Our name used to be Giaquinto. And, uh, you know, the old Ellis Island. And you did, you know what, I will say this. So somebody, some idiot, went and protested on the Statue of Liberty. Uh, and, you know, of course, you know, the, no regard for anybody else, right? Because most people, listen, when you go to New York City, if you've never been, right, you want to go to the Statue of Liberty, you want to be able to enjoy it. And if you were there yesterday, you weren't able to because of this this individual protest wanting to get rid of ICE. And they, they don't even know what they're talking about. You know, 
When people came over from Ellis Island, or to Ellis Island, it wasn't like anybody in the anybody could come and you're in and, and no, you got put. And I know because we went. I actually found where our great great grandparents came over, and it was so funny. I I was able to correct uh, some of the history that we thought. Like, like uh, on my dad's side, our great-great-grandfather actually came over a little later than we thought. We thought he came in 07. He actually came in 1911. Uh, but but neither here nor there. They they put you into quarantine, right? And they separated. The women went here. The men went there. The kids went there, right? That Kind of similar to what we do now, but everybody had to go get processed. Right, and you did, and of course it was harder then, but you tried to do background checks, you had to bring your papers with you, right, to identify who you were, I mean, you know, it's something where uh, today that's not obviously what happens, but nonetheless, anyway, and I digress, I just saw it, and it just, it angered me, uh, because I think it comes out of ignorance, and and really it comes out of the, the media misleading and trying to change what really happened uh, in history in Ellis Island, and we talk about that all the time, and I didn't mean to get sidetracked uh, on that, but but nonetheless, you know what, it's live radio, you never know what I'm going to say, but I was t- talking about, hey, I'm going to tell you, I talk with my hand. So with one of my hands tied up on the cell phone, it just seems to make it harder for me. So uh, bear with me today, bear with me today. So we're, so uh, real quick, I want to get you through the, the economic data that came out today. We had the ADP jobs number. That normally comes out on a Wednesday. Of course, it was 4th of July, so it came out today. It missed. In other words, less jobs created. And this was a private survey number. I don't put a lot of stock in it. Uh, came in at 177,000. Uh, tomorrow we'll get the government number. Uh, and, and I'm guessing it's going to be about the same, right? And we've been kind of in this uh, between 150 and 200,000 for a while. Uh, and then jobless claims, that was also out. And, of course, you know, my feelings on jobless claims anymore. It's almost a worthless number because so many jobs today now you can't file for unemployment. Uh, it was higher as well, higher than they expected, uh, but it's still 231,000. Uh, so those are, the, those are the two big economic data points out today. Uh, so now that we've covered that, one of the things that I found interesting is so yesterday I was golfing with Homer. I was golfing with my buddy Rob. And after the round, we were, we were, uh, sitting there and, we, you know, we all, you know, we're always talking about stuff and, and, uh, we, we were getting on, on Rob because Rob works for a major financial institution and he is the, uh, I, you know, he's a VP, which, you know, they, there's thousands and thousands of them at this company. But we were talking about his new boss, and we were just laughing because he has a new boss every year. And 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 I was giving him a hard time. I'm like, well, Rob, why don't you just become the boss? He's like, I don't want that job. He goes, first of all, you you they transfer you all the time. Look at him. He goes, and, and he goes, the last we've known each other 20 years. And and I'm like, well, how many bosses do you think you had? He goes, oh, I don't know, close to 30. He goes, it's at least one, sometimes twice a year I get a new boss. And he goes, they're always moving them around. And he goes, and then you got to travel twice a week. You got to, it, it's mandatory. You got to go here. You got to go there. He goes, I don't want to do that. 
And, uh, and I'm like, hey, I don't blame you. And then somehow we got talking about a p- pensions. I don't know how we even got on. He actually brought it up. He goes, yeah, you know, I, I was, when I first started, and he's one of those guys, he's been with this company, because I did, I, I asked him, hey, when could you retire? Because I know he's worked there, I think he's been there for like 30 years. It's been like his only job, right? So he's a rare, rare uh, animal in the world out there. And he was saying how early on he had a pension. And he goes, but they, they did away with that. And he goes, it's not very big. He goes, I think right now I get $400 a month for the rest of my life. And, and he goes, but then, you know, now I've got my 401k. And of course I said to him, I said, what a ripoff. You know, and I said, just think about how well you could have lived. And he, and he said to me, he goes, well, no, it's okay. It's okay, double. Cause, cause I know. And he does. He's a very smart man. He goes, I've maxed out my four. I put the maximum in and I've done it every year for decades. And, and I said to him, I go, that's nice. I go, it is. And and he goes, and I know I'm rare. That most people don't do that. And I said, but Rob, if you had had a pension, you wouldn't have had to do this. Think about how much money you could be having that you don't have now, right? And think about if if, if even if you wanted to save it, how much more you could have had? Because I, I go, what would your pension be right now if if you still offered it? If they still had it, he goes, I don't, he goes, I don't know. Four, five, six thousand dollars a month for, until I'm dead, and I said exactly. And he goes, but he goes that would bankrupt the company. He goes, we had to get rid of them. And of course, I said to him, I said, come on, Rob, you're smarter than that. I said the only reason why they had to get rid of these pensions, and doesn't it isn't a coincidence that that it happened right what wasn't it getting rid of the pensions really pick up steam in the 80s and the early 90s what happened we went off the gold standard in 1971 and the federal reserves devalued that these corporations really figured out hey wait a minute it's super expensive to offer pensions because you know what we used to be able to give a two or three thousand dollar a year pension that covered everything people lived good now, and you know, if we had to do, we'd have to give them eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a month. We can't afford that. And they replaced it with four hundred one k's. And they are trying to convince you that this is what is going to save you. So, here's what was funny: is Vanguard. Most of you have heard of them. They are. I would call them probably, uh, not probably, they're one of the elite ones, right? If you're fortunate enough to have Vanguard doing your 401k, you're pretty lucky uh, because in, in all of the plans, Vanguard tends to administer larger plans. So their plans are better designed than the average and the participants in Vanguard tend to have higher income. In other words, it is the best face possible for 401k. Now Vanguard, they put out a report about how 401ks are doing. In 2017, 
This is all according to Vanguard. The average balance was $103,900. Now, that sounds pretty good, and we know that's not great. But here's the problem. The median balance was only 26000 The reason for the huge difference between the median and the average is due to a small number of extremely large balances. Because remember the difference. Median, you take the lowest 401k and you take the highest. Second lowest, second highest. Third lowest, third highest, till you get to the middle. The middle's only 26K. The average is 104, right? And again, this is kind of the huge disparity. The real, most people in America today have less than 30 grand in a 401k. Now, despite the recent uptick, and they gave a great example, 2017, right? Great year for the stock market. Matter of fact, one of the best years in memory, right? Stock market was up almost 40%. Do you know what the re- the average, not the median, because the median probably been worth the average return of people's 401k was 18%. And I'm going to assume that that was after fees. I'm going to hope, I'm hopeful, I'm making an assumption that hopefully they did it after fees. They may not have, but 18% on a stock market gain of 40. Despite the uptick, the longer run perspective raises very troubling questions. The figure below shows average and median balances for the last 11 years, okay? So this is before the crash. So they go all the way back before the crash, and and they say, how have the, the balances done? They said in median terms, remember, that's the 26,000 number. In 2017, the balance is actually lower than it was in 2007. So that 26,000 number is actually worse than it was in 07. Now they said, now, and, and listen, this was a really good report. They said, hey, you know, we want to throw some things out there. It could reflect, notice they used the word could, reflect the expansion of auto enrollment, right? Remember Obama, they said, hey, if you're a big company, you got to offer it, right? And, if, 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 and the only way you can get out is you got to uh, you got to request to, to get out, he, which would increase the enrollment numbers, and most of those would be smaller balances, right? That's, you know, hey, I just started, my balance is low. They said... Uh, and, and the auto enrollment only starts at 3%. So, you know, in some places we'll let you do six, but, but auto enroll three. The average balance, okay, so this is the bigger number. Okay, remember the average balance, uh, last year, 104,000. 
was only at 110. So 11 years later, even the best number, you only got six grand in 11 years. <laughs> Not very, again, and I keep saying this, this, you remember what the 401k people, the people that created it, don't forget two years ago they said, oh my, this is not what it was for. This was never meant to be able for people to, to retire on. This was just supposed to be a supplement to the pension. This wasn't meant for this. It doesn't, and they know because they're, they're really smart people. They're like, there's no way people can save enough. Now, they said, hey, maybe we've got an age distribution problem and this and that. So they went a step further. They said, you know what? Let's look at the people 55 to 64. So go back 11 years. These were people in the mid-40s to mid-50s. They're now in their mid-50s to their mid-60s. How did their balances do? We'll talk about that next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. President Trump's stand against world pressure for him to continue the one-sided deal with Iran is a defining moment in world history. His announcement in May to terminate that agreement is a watershed in the fight against globalism. One small event for man, one big moment for mankind, to paraphrase Neil Armstrong's words when he landed on the moon. It's not the interaction between the United States and Iran that is so significant here, but the rejection of the world order that has reigned supreme since World War II. The wrong path of globalism will no longer be the road for our country as President Trump wisely charts a new course in which international deals must be as fair to the United States as they are to foreign countries. Just as important is how the United States will no longer bow to pressure from Western Europe or anyone else about how we manage our foreign policy. The Trump White House has consistently shown their willingness to stand by promises even when the Western world pressures against them. Trump stuck by his promise to move our embassy to Jerusalem. The Trump administration removed us from the Trans-Pacific Partnership. They removed us from that bad Iran deal. Meanwhile, the disastrous North American Free Trade Agreement, known as NAFTA, is up for renegotiation, and Trump's rejection of globalism bodes well for the issues at stake in the renegotiation. Far from seeking to renew the deal, Trump should look to terminate as much of it as possible to make sure our interests are protected. Economically, NAFTA has been far more harmful to the American economy than the Iran deal was. Trump's criticism of the Iran deal as one-sided applies with greater force to NAFTA. The flood of illegal drugs into our country, along with illegal aliens, has been facilitated by NAFTA. The loss of manufacturing jobs to south of the border is also a result of NAFTA. NAFTA was never properly ratified as a treaty because it never had the necessary support in the U.S. Senate. The agreement should be terminated and any replacement should only be considered under the two-thirds ratification requirement of the Treaty Clause, which is the provision that globalists hate the most in our Constitution.
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we think it's time to take Washington back from the power brokers. At phyllisschlafly.com, we're organizing a grassroots movement to stand against the deep state bureaucrats who control government. For the latest strategies, go to phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back to Patriot Radio News Hour. Vanguard issues the report talking about 401k balance. Remember, this is how we're supposed to live. This is it. They they looked at all of the balances. The best, the average is only a hundred, what, one hundred four grand. The median which is the real number, let's face it, right? Take out, if you took out the top 1%, right, you're probably at the median. The median, 26,000. So they said, hey, wait a minute. You know, we've got the new auto enroll, we got this and that. Let's try to take a, a more fair look, right? Let's try to put the best spin possible. Let's look at the group right before retirement. 55 to 64. So 11 years ago, like I said, they'd have been in their mid-40s, mid-50s. This is your peak earnings, right? This is uh, hopefully during this time frame, right? If you're fortunate enough, your kids finally graduate from college, right? And and now you don't, you know, and they're independent, right? They didn't move back in, and you're, right, you're, you're, you're hopefully going to be able to, to maximize all of your savings. The balances for these participants is twice as large as the overall number. However, the pattern is the exact same. In 2017, the median balance was lower than it was in 2007, which means despite, think about what the the stock market's done, right? I mean, even from then, because 07 was, you know, it was, it was probably, what, 13, 14,000? It's 24,000 now? And they don't have, they have less money. That's the number. I didn't make it up. Do the average. So the the super rich guys are in there. It's up better, right? It's up $22,000 in 11 years. Even the average number, you only got two grand a year, right? It, and you know how much it costs to live. That's not going to get it done, right? Try living on two grand a year and see how you do. <laughs> even, even, listen. Think about it. Even if your house was paid for, your cars were paid for, you had no credit card debt, you're retired with no student loan debt, you got to throw that in there. Now, you had no debt at all. So you got to pay your taxes. Property taxes, right? You got to pay all that. So you can't be done. Got to eat. Got to pay the electric bill. They say that in terms of balances, there's been no progress made in terms of 401k savings. And they made a note. The guys that took the Vanguard study said, hey, by the way, Vanguard's like the best. They believe that if you actually took the study of the people that, you know, 
other plans that aren't Vanguard, the numbers would be worse. But this is the best case number. And then you start thinking about all of the BS. You know, you think about the, the Dow. Oh, and the rallies of the all-time highs. We're not seeing that. Even last year. Think about if last year hadn't come. Balances were up 18%. Imagine what the numbers would have really looked like. So now, hey, listen, nothing you can do about that. What about the future? Now, I'm telling you, and I've been telling, not very good. And not because, you know, I'm trying to get you to buy gold or anything. It's just math. I know what the debt's going to do. I also know we've had a ridiculous return that average says, okay, we got to balance that. No, that 40%'s got to get balanced out somehow. And it's going to get balanced out by hopefully, hopefully, just years of no return. Like this year, right? This year, Dow's done nothing, right? That, I'd take that versus the Dow losing 20%. But according to Morningstar this morning, for those of you that don't know Morningstar, Morningstar, they're the company that rates all the plans, right? They're all of them, right? They're highly, highly regarded. Uh, and they came out with, with the call of the day today. They said long-term outlook is not great for U.S. stocks. Our expectations at the moment is that you won't have any real return from U.S. equities over the next 10 years. And I'm going to tell you right now, I hope this guy's right. I, I hope he's right, because that'll at least mean we didn't go backwards, right? I'll take zero. So, but then you start looking at these four and think about these balances. Here's the funny thing about these balances: is remember, people are putting money in. Think about it. you've been putting in for ten, eleven years, and your balance, your the median balance is less. Now, granted, of course, that, that would mean some of, a lot of people have had to, what, borrow against it and do things like that. I get it. But it's amazing when you think about it. Even the average balance is only up six grand in 11 years. People are putting more than that in, over an 11-year period. People are putting way more than that in there. So when you really think about it, it, it I don't know how it works. All as I know is it's another really, truly, it's another example of what the Federal Reserve's really been doing to your money. There's a reason, as my friend and I, Rob, we were talking about yesterday, there's a reason why all these companies had to stop giving pension. I don't blame them. They had to. Because the Federal Reserve has caused so, so much devaluation, it's impossible to pay that kind of money. So all of a sudden now, now they replace it with this 401k, and despite what the stock market does, you don't get those returns. You don't get anywhere close to it. And now Vanguard comes out today and says, hey, here's the fact, and it wasn't today, it was actually, I think that came out uh, a Monday or Tuesday. The real numbers, 
essentially say 11 years later, there's no more money in 401ks today than there was 11 years ago. Right? I mean, I see that in the volumes on Wall Street. You see it everywhere. And here, here's the thing that when you think about, even when you say, okay, wait a minute, let's just look at the older people. Because that's your best case. The story's the same. We've gone nowhere. And they called this great prosperity. Don't forget that. Patriot Radio News Hour. Now that I've brightened up your day, we'll be back with a great special to help you all out. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number uh, today. I'm going to give you two different opportunities today. Uh, one in the gold, one in the silver market. Uh, but before I do that, just a reminder, uh, metals plans, which, by the way, another great way you want to uh, subvert your 401k or create your own 401k type plan, great way to do it is in our metals plan, four physical deliveries a year. Uh, the minimum is $100. There is no maximum. Simply put a credit card or debit card on file with us. You tell us the day of the month uh, from the 1st to the 28th that you want us to charge the card and the amount, and then you get four physical deliveries a year. Uh, for those of you, some of you, your shipments have already gone out. Uh, the vast majority of you will be out on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, just re- oh, real quick, so I will be uh, gone from the 11th to the 17th. Uh, my buddy Glenn, the professor, Glenn Biddle, is going to be taking over. Uh, him and Jason uh, in Colorado are going to be doing the show. Uh, Glenn's a, a history savant. He's a history teacher. Uh, he is just a wealth of knowledge, and, and he's done some shows uh, in Colorado. Uh, some of you have heard him on with Jason and Brian up in Colorado. Uh, he's going to be fantastic, so I'm so excited. I think you guys are going to love him a lot. He's just got a wealth of knowledge, uh, and he's a great, uh, you know, history buff, and I'm sure he's going to do some great shows uh, while I'm gone. Uh, but but we should have, our goal is to have everybody out before I leave, uh, and, we, and we should be able to get that done. So if you're looking for those, they're coming. If you want to know more about the medals program, go out to our website. Along the top there, you'll see the medals program. Click on it. It'll give you all the details, or you give us a call here at the office, and Arlene or Wendy can walk you through it. Uh, but today I go, so Silver Eagles, let's start there. You know my feeling on silver. You know I hate it, and yet I can't help telling you, you get, you got to buy it, right? And I've been saying it all year, right? And of course, it makes me look dumb because silver, you know, it's $16, $16.02 right now. Uh, but silver, in my opinion, is the most undervalued commodity maybe today. Uh, that's how strongly I feel. And I hate silver. Like when people tell me, should I buy gold or silver? I'm always, you buy gold, buy gold, buy gold, buy gold. And I still believe that, but you got to have some silver in it. I'm going to do silver eagle rolls for the rest of the day at $380. If you go on, then you got to call because we've got a limited supply. If you go online, you'll see the 385. If you want 2018, 
They're $395 for 2018. You don't care what the date is and you shouldn't care. $380 for the rest of the day on rolls of silver eagles. You get 20 silver eagles in a roll. They come in the, 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 the mint tube. It's a hard white plastic tube with a green top on it. Uh, 20, uh, one ounce silver eagles in every roll. Uh, they're $380, but you have to call for that price because we have a limited supply on the gold side. I can't do the $10 Indians anymore, so I, I don't have any of those left. Today I do have uh, a, about 75 $10 Liberties. So remember, we are running the 10 Libs at 675 and of course gold's gone you know, skyrocketing higher here. Uh, which was uh, just below a ten dollar, just above a ten dollar lib price. Today I've got the ten dollar libs at six seventy five. So you know, think about it. Gold's up twenty five bucks now from the well, not twenty five. Let's call it twenty two bucks from the bottom. Right now, gold's up a little over five bucks, twelve hundred fifty nine dollars right now. So U.S. ten dollar Liberty gold pieces. These are the old ones, eighteen sixty six to nineteen oh seven. $675, rolls of silver eagles, $380 at 800-951-0592. Uh, you can use credit cards. We take Visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express. There is a charge for that. Uh, $5 on silver eagles, an extra 5 bucks on a credit card on silver eagles, an extra $10 on, on the gold pieces, uh, on the $10 liberties, if you want to put them on a credit card, 800-951-0592. Now, tomorrow's a big day. So tomorrow we're going to get the, jo- the government's job data, and I'm sure it'll be a little weird because of the holiday, and, and so uh, I'm not sure what to expect. My guess is we're going to get what we've been getting, you know, somewhere between... And the government numbers, let's say somewhere between 125 to 225, somewhere in there, right, what we've been seeing. But the big deal tomorrow is the tariffs on China are supposed to go in place. Yesterday, the Chinese uh, came out and addressed the issue. They said that China is rejecting the threats and the blackmail ahead of the U.S. tariff hike. Uh, in a dispute, uh, companies uh, worry could flare into a full-blown right trade war. We hear this all the time. But here's what uh, the Chinese said. If the United States goes through with the tariffs that are supposed to start tomorrow, says China will not bow to the face of threats and blackmail nor will it be shaken into its resolve to defend global free trade. Now, that's hilarious, right? The Chinese are now saying, we're the defenders of global free trade, right? Not America, China is. They said that China will not strike first. However, if the U.S. goes through... China will retaliate, and I'll give you the rest of it when we return. 
Final segment on this Thursday, Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles are 380 a roll. U.S. $10 Liberties, these are the half ounce, uh, they are at $675 at 800 uh, those are there's I think there's two people uh, that were waiting on some five dollar libs. They were back ordered. They came in. They're on their way. Uh, well, I know one of them is a pickup in Colorado. They should be there by, by the early part of next week. All of the people with if you had the foxes or the polar bears, I forget. I think there was another one as well. Uh, all of those are are have been shipped coming to us as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll be pretty much all caught up before I head out of town. So I'll be out of town next week, uh, starting, I believe it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Monday and Tuesday of the following week. The professor, Glenn Biddle, is going to be stepping in, uh, with Jason. Uh, he, like I said, he's, he's fantastic. He's, he's, he's right online. I think you guys are going to love him. He's going to have a lot of great stuff for you. And, uh, it'll be nice for me to take some time off and have you guys not have to listen to repeats. Uh, so, so, uh, look forward to that. I think you're, I, again, and I, and they're not going to, you know, not every show is got a great show like this one probably stinks, but you know what? Uh, Glenn, Glenn's got a wealth of knowledge. I think you'll appreciate him. Um, and of course, tomorrow's a big day. We got tariffs that are supposed to come in place. Uh, we, we've got China coming out yesterday saying, Hey, we're not firing the first shot. We're the defenders of free trade. And if the U.S. adopts the taxation measure, China will be forced to fight back to defend its core interest of the country and the interest of the people. Listen, that's all we're doing, right? It's exactly what we should have been doing all along. So we'll have to see how that goes. Today, by the way, we are going to get the release of the Fed Minute. Uh, so that should be interesting. Uh, I guess really the only thing that's interesting about it will be the four guys that have been calling for less rate hikes, none of them had a vote this time. And for those of you that don't know, uh, only nine people get a vote at any Fed meeting. Uh, so the four guys that didn't this time, St. Louis, Chicago, Minneapolis, and Dallas Federal Reserve, none of them had votes, and they're all the ones that have been out in the news saying, hey, this isn't as great as it looks. So it'll be interesting to see what the minutes uh, the minutes say uh, today, if there's any sort of dovishness, we could probably see gold rally even more. But then again, gold shouldn't have been here to begin with. Uh, this was all manipulated. Same thing with silver. Uh, the Rob Kirby did a great job. If, if you missed this, the show played Tuesday and Wednesday. If you missed that show, you gotta listen to it. Rob Kirby's fantastic. He's the guy. He, they, he, his company delivers the tonnage. Right, and he flat out said, "Hey, paper markets—you know—they can do what they want, but let's not mistake facts from 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 uh, fiction. There's never been more physical demand for gold, and these guys are buying everything they can. What they don't want to do yet, right? They're still trying to buy, so they don't want to buy too much and force the price up on themselves. They buy whatever's available at every month." They're buying everything that's available 
Uh, and that was Rob Kirby. Uh, if you didn't listen to yesterday, or, you know, like I said, the show that played Tuesday and Wednesday, go back and check it out. U.S. Silver Eagles, 380, $10 Libs, 675, 800, 951, 0592. 